Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. with that mic in your hand. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. As always, somebody has to destroy the night by explaining to you, no, no, the monster isn't Frankenstein. The doctor is Frankenstein. Thank you, literary face. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show on the Rock School Radio Network. Ready? Boo! Oh, is it Halloween? It is. It's our Halloween show. Now, look, a lot of people like Easter. A lot of people like Thanksgiving, New Year's, Christmas. However, my wife, the sick, sick human being that she is, Halloween is her favorite holiday. Yes, it is. And so this is our Halloween show. We have to do one each year. So we're going to do a little bit of a contest this year. Tammy Burns, are you ready? Okay. Now, we're going to do the basics. We're going to talk about new Halloween candy. We're going to talk about... Wait, wait. New... Halloween candy. They put it out every year. If you remember, there was one year there was a booger candy because it looked like stuff that came out of your nose. Yes, uh, I do. And then there's something like, you know, uh, uh, what do they call it? Um, scab candy. Yeah. There were there yep. were the, 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 what do they call them? The uh, the jelly beans, the jelly uh-huh. bellies that tasted terrible. They yes. were attached. Like garbage jelly beans. Right. They were attached to Harry Potter and you either got something that tasted like lime or it tasted like the dog tinkled on it. Uh, all of you know. mine tasted very bad. Yeah. <laughs> you never did get the right one. No. So. But here's what we're going to do today. I was just looking around for a topic to talk about on Halloween, and I ran across this website, and it was from somebody important, I'm sure. And it came up with the famous movie monsters, the most famous movie monsters, i.e. those that appear most in print, those that appear most in movies. Dracula, Mummy, Wolfman, Zombies. Let me get a little liquid on my fingers here and move along. Frankenstein, Aliens... What else we got here? Godzilla, Ghosts and Spirits, The Devil. Remember him? Yes, yes, yes. So what we're going to do is play a little bit of a game. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to name each one of these. Oh, no. And I'm going to say to you, Tammy Burns, when you hear this, what do you call it, monster? When you hear this Halloween person, what is the first song you think of and I want oh no I want you in the audience to go out of your way to say what is the first song I think of when I think of this this monster oh my god you're playing with old person brain here you, (laughs) you ready okay famous movie monsters Dracula 
it don't get me wrong it started before Murnau's Nosferatu back in the 1920s I mean this idea of the walking dead that bit you and lived on your blood was you know before it but really that was the first time inside of the German filmmakers where they created Nosferatu but where Nosferatu became what we know was in Universal's 1931 Dracula. Right. Dracula's always this smooth dude from this Eastern European country that has this cool accent. Listen to them. Well, he's from Romania. Children of the night. Yes. What music they make. Uh huh. Well, that's not really how it started. Nosferatu was this rat-looking guy. Oh, I know. I, I can't even watch it. It was his front teeth, and he lived. If he couldn't get a human being, he bit into a rat. Whoa. Drank the blood out of that. Uh, 1931's Dracula was Bela Lugosi, and then of course Christopher Lee, Gary Oldman, who was great as Dracula. And then, of course, in a regrettable comic turn, Leslie Nielsen. So... Hey, you know who else was very good? Who was good as Dracula? Adam Sandler. Go away. All right. You out there... Are you talking about that cartoon? Yes. I don't don't go blah, 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 blah. I loved it. (laughs) Here's what I want from you, the audience out there, and you, Tamitha Burns. Yes. When you hear Dracula, Uh what is the first song you think of? I did the mash. I did the monster mash. Right. I don't think you're thinking about the monster mash. What you think of is that breakdown where he goes, whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? That's exactly what I think That's of. That's it. So if oh, you, did I win a prize? You won a prize. Here, piece of candy. You won a piece of crappy candy given to you by a 75-year-old woman who thinks candy is still good from the years she grew up. Oh, I just chewed on that, Joe. We could do... Bu- <laughs> is that the one where she gets chocolate-covered peanuts, but she doesn't like the peanuts? So I licked it, Joe. So she sucked the chocolate off the peanuts, and there's a bowl of peanuts right in the middle of it. Here's some ribbon candy. Kids love ribbon candy. Now, Bobby Pickett did the original Monster Mash, but because this is rock school, we can't do that. We're going to play the Misfits version. When we get back, if you didn't come up with Monster Mash, we have a list of all the songs about the monster movie Dracula. We'll do another one right after that. Here you go. It's Monster Mash on Rock School. favorite holiday. Now, if you did not pick as she did the Monster Mash, here are some other songs dealing with Dracula that we would have accepted. Bauhaus, Bela Lugosi's Dead, Neil Young, Vampire Blues, Concrete Blonde, Bloodletting, the vampire song, Radiohead, We Suck, Young Blood, 
Wow. Outcast, Dracula's Wedding, Smashing Pumpkins, Bullet with a Butterfly Wings. Listen to the lyrics. They discuss the idea of Dracula. Slayer, At Dawn They Sleep, My Chemical Romance, Vampires Will Never Hurt You. That's not true. The Misfits Again, Vampira, Blue Oyster Cult, Nosferatu, and Rocky Erickson, Night of the Vampire. Any one of those would have done, but only for half credit. So... Famous movie monsters on this here, the Halloween show, The Mummy. The once, Mummy. Once again, Universal Pictures back in the 1930s. When, when we were in that phase of movies, I teach film history at my university. When we were in the 1930s, what happened was all these movie houses decided to sort of break them into genres. You had MGM taking care of all of the musicals and such, and you had gangster films and you had such. Well, Universal grabbed onto all of the horror films, and they had all of the monsters. When you watch the, oh, what is it with Frankenstein and all of that, they lived at 1313, the monsters. Right. There was Frankenstein, there was a Dracula, there was a what-have-you, and you think, well, how is that possible in copyright? Well, it came from Universal Television. They owned all the monsters, so they could do all of that without having to pay. So they could play around with it, huh? Right. So if you're, if you're thinking about The Mummy, more than likely you're talking about Boris Karloff, 1932, and then some huge films with Brendan Fraser. And I don't understand why Brendan Fraser isn't a bigger star. But, ladies and gentlemen, think about it. When I say The Mummy, you know, what song do you think? I'm not thinking of anything. When you, you can't say- think of one song about a mummy. No. Are you God, serious? I am serious. Well, I got to tell you what. Of all the song, of all the monsters, this is the one I had the most trouble with. I I knew one or two. I knew the crypt, Jerry Goldsmith, but I had to start looking things up. And the one I came up with was Bobby McFadden and Door. And it's one of those that I had forgotten that I even knew the song. It's it's a comedy song, and it it's one of those where it goes. I'm a mummy. And somebody goes, ah, and screams and runs away. Does that ring a bell at yes, all? Yes, it does. Does it? Well, yes, there you it go. it does. But I... Mm, That's I the one we're going to play, and we'll come back and tell you some that we would have taken half credit for. So Bobby McFadden and Door, I'm a mummy, here on Rock School. <laughs> What happens when I walk up to somebody? I'm a mummy. We're in modern jazz quartet. I'm a mummy. Man, you gotta walk through. Aren't you afraid of me? Aren't you gonna scream? Oh, yeah. Like help. All right, coming out of Bobby McFadden. Oh, my I'm God. I'm a mummy. I don't know. Look, it only goes two minutes. Please never say that again. <laughs> never say I'm a mummy again Please with that wine? never say it again. Here's some songs we would have accepted. Obviously, all of the songs that were from the Brendan Fraser film, including Curse of the Mummy's Hand. The Misfits have a song called The Mummy Song. There's also The Mummy Song by Colin Buchanan and The Crypt by Jerry Goldsmith. So you're kind of right. That one didn't have... As I flip it away from me. Loser, loser. That one didn't have a whole lot. Ready, ready? 
the wolf man. Uh, where was the... Where? No, 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 don't. I know what you're going to say, but don't say it just yet. Oh. Must perform part of the show. Okay, sorry. First, once again, known as the shapeshifter. When you start talking to people, I do a lot of uh, stuff at the cons, like Comic-Con and Pensacon and all of those kind of things. And one of the most famous type of character is known as the shapeshifter. That character that on command can become different things. Well, the Wolfman didn't want to become it. When you watch The Incredibles, the little baby mm-hmm. is a shapeshifter. Okay. He can become iron or float or fire or what have you. He's a right. shapeshifter. The Wolfman was thought to be the first shapeshifter, but he, whoever played the Wolfman, Lone Chaney was the one that did it. Not Lone Chaney Jr. I said it was Lone Chaney Jr. now that I look at it. This was a 1941 movie. The... The wolfman didn't want to be a shapeshifter. He was attacked by a wolf, and he didn't die. Right. So he was infected by the wolf. It's a universal movie once again. So he was a shapeshifter, but he didn't want to be. Now, you've also got The Howling and also what is the greatest werewolf film ever, An American Werewolf in London. Yes. And, you know, I get it. There's the werewolf later on with Benicio Del Toro. It, it, I'm sorry, it's not as good as American Werewolf in London. And I, I, I know what people are going to say. It was so much better. The the um, effects were better. It looked, you, did, you believed it. If you weren't around when American Werewolf in London occurred, that idea where you physically saw... It used to be that the, the whoever was playing the werewolf would walk behind a pillar. Right. And then they'd cut it. And they'd come back and he was more the werewolf. And then he'd walk behind a door. And then they'd cut it and they'd come back and he was more the werewolf. An American Werewolf in London was the first time on film that you physically watched it become... It was repulsive. The, it was, and they they were breaking pencils. Is that how they got the sound? Right. That was the what they call the foley, the sound effect. They would snap pencils, and it sounded like the bones breaking Ooh. and coming out. Don't get me wrong. The Benicio Del Toro Wolfman is good. Yeah, And he's all is. wolfed out and all that. But... It, it wasn't the first time. At this point in time in, in movie history, we expect it to be that good. When you watched An American Werewolf in London, it was shocking that this guy went down on all fours, lifted his head, and a schnout came out. We expected nothing back then. I know, but that was just... Brr. And it said... And I don't know if this is 100% true, but it's said that Michael Jackson contacted the, the, the director and said, I want that. I want that idea for my thriller video. Right. And was told, you have no idea what you're going to have to go through. Right. This, wasn't, this didn't just happen. This is a lot of stuff and wires and pain and all that. And Mike said, I don't care. So let's do it. When you think of a wolfman, what's the song you immediately think of? Werewolves of London. Tammy Burns. Yes. Knock, knock. Who's there? Ah. Ah, who? Ah, who? Werewolves of London. Gosh, that's awful. Here in Roxville.
Okay, coming into the first break, the obvious answer was Werewolves of London, Warren Zevon, but we would have also accepted these for half credit. Werewolf by the Five Man Electrical Band, Running with the Pack, Bad Company, Full Moon Man by Grace Slick, Hungry Like the Wolf, Duran Duran, I'm a Werewolf Baby by the Tragically Hip, Wolf by Heart, which is Anne and Nancy Wilson, Of Wolf and Man by Metallica, Wolf Shade by Moonspell, Subhuman by Blue Oyster Cult, Wolf at the Door, Radiohead, Bark at the Moon by Ozzy Osbourne, Hair of the Dog, Now You're Messing with a, a Son of a Nazareth, uh, Someone's in the Wolf, Queen of the Stone Age, Werewolf by Fiona Apple, She Wolf by Shakira, and Full Moon Dirty Hearts from In Excess. We would have accepted any one of those. Now, look, we're talking about Halloween, so we probably have to talk about candy. Oh, did you bring some? I did not bring candy, but let me ask you a question. Do you know what kind of a candy giver you are, Tammy Burns? Um, are you a good or a bad candy giver? I think giver? I'm the best. You think so? Yeah, because sometimes I have full bars of candy. I oh, have yeah. Big candy, and I have a lot of candy. Okay, you have a lot, and you have to buy it like two days previous, or me and the kids, we just simply attack it. Well, actually, I usually hide it. There is a meme going around that explains the kind of candy. Tammy, are you a trusty provider? These are the people, nothing too fancy. However, everything is fun size, and it is all candy that you can name. Skittles, Baby Ruth, Crunch... $10,000 bar, $100,000 bar, whatever it is. Is yeah, that you? Yeah, I that's do you? that. Okay. I do that. Yes. There is the old timer. That's the bit of honey. That's those hard candies, the Werther's that are made out of... And the, the ones that are black and uh, orange, that's kind of a, a caramel with some peanut butter in the middle. Yeah, I like those, but I don't give them out. Okay. There is also the Cheapy McCheap face. That's the 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 Tootsie Rolls, the Hubba Bubba, the what are the little tiny Dum Dums. Dum Dums. Oh. No. Yeah, it, you don't no. want to do those. No, listen. If I see that bag and it's always the cheaper bag. <laughs> yeah. I I just don't even pick it up. You avoid it. Yes. Okay. There is the psychopath. These are the people that give out stuff that nobody really likes. These are the people that give out the pinwheels, which is the the mints and all of that. The mints? You mean those yucko yucca? Yeah, How those did things. How you say it? Yeah. Well, the 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 neckos. Necko. Yeah, That's, those are horrible. Oh, they're disgusting. Now here's the thing. They it also the psychopath also lists black licorice. You, however, love black licorice. Yeah, but I don't give it out. Okay. I keep it for myself. It also lists candy corn. But I you, love candy corn. I know you adore candy I corn. I would never give it out. And it also it lists this idea of those little wrapped things that kind of look like a strawberry. Yeah, I don't like those. I love those. There is also the party pooper. These are the people that decide that this night, Halloween, is the night to teach you a lesson. So that's the people that give away an apple, a toothbrush. They give away raisins and such. Never, and Their never. job is to prove to you that cavities are something serious, young man. No, <sighs> never. And then there's the legend. 
These are the ones that one day we shall tell our own children of you, good sir, good ma'am. Gold-plated private jet you shall have. Full-size Snickers bars. Right, right. Full-size Reese's cups. Yes. Full-size M&M's. Yes. Both peanut and plain. And sometimes money. Oh, yes. Sometimes a dollar bill. I remember that. My mother used to do that. She was afraid of giving out candy because it would upset somebody, so she gave away quarters, and people loved it. Kids absolutely loved it. Because when I was growing up, a quarter would get you something, right? like a a house, because I'm old. They would probably throw the dollar back at us today and go, are you serious? Seriously, man? I can't even get a full-size candy bar for a dollar, lady. And and, and if you give them a chunky, remember chunky? Well, I never gave those away. Chunky. That's a northern thing. I loved it. Who's listening listening to us on the Rock School Radio Show? Well, folks in the north are WW. WNW, New Wilmington, PA. Great. Back in a minute here in Rock School. All right, coming out of the break, back to the game. Of the monsters we know for Halloween, Frankenstein. As always, somebody has to destroy the night by explaining to you, no, no, the monster isn't Frankenstein. The doctor is Frankenstein. Thank you, literary face. (laughs) He's right, or she's right. Yeah, the doctor is Frankenstein. Mary Shelley only referred to what Dr. Frankenstein created as the monster. And by the way, just just from Joe, your local friendly professor, if you haven't, if all you've done is watched Frankenstein and what you know is Frankenstein from the universal stuff and Bride of Frankenstein, she hate me. You know, if that's all you know Frankenstein from, you really need to read the original Mary Shelley's Frankenstein it, it's one of those things that when you finish the book, you go, people wrote this kind of stuff oh. way back then? This is gross. Yes, it because is. Because it is flat out gross. However, once again, how most people know Frankenstein, Universal Pictures back in the 1930s, Frankenstein looked like a person. In the book, he was put together by the parts of dead people. However, Universal put the bolts in the neck, flattened the head, and it was Boris Karloff that starred as the first Frankenstein. And and Universal, I'll tell you, once they had a hit, that's when they went crazy with it. And they did it with all their monsters. What you had was, let's say Frankenstein was a hit. Then you had Frankenstein. Frankenstein rises again. Frankenstein's bride. Frankenstein meets Abbott and Costello. Frankenstein goes to college. Frankenstein changes his oil. You had all of that stuff happen. I own the Universal box set. Right. And every single one of the DVDs has got all those on it. Sweet. And because Abbott and Costello was so silly popular, and they uh, really were, Yeah. every one of the monsters met them. Oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Huh? So if I say to you, Tammy Burns, and you in the audience, name the first song that comes to your head when I say Frankenstein, what is it? Oh, it's... 
It's... Uh, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Do you mean Frankenstein by the Edgar Winter Group? Yes, that's what I mean. Yes, you do. And I'll bet that's what most of you came up with. Here you go. It's Frankenstein. We'll come back with those we would have accepted for partial credit here on Rock School. Coming out of the Edgar Winter Group, Frankenstein, here are the Frankenstein songs we would have accepted for partial credit. Feed My Frankenstein, Alice Cooper. Teenage Frankenstein, also Alice Cooper, some kind of monster, Metallica. Baron Frankenstein, any song by him. Jesus Frankenstein by Rob Zombie. The Misfits, Ghost of Frankenstein. Blue Oyster Cult, The Siege and Investiture of Baron von Frankenstein's Castle at Wasseria. That fits so nice on a 45. Woo. Walk This Way by Aerosmith. They got it from Young Frankenstein and from Young Frankenstein. Okay, let's do seven days and 70 seconds. I'm Joe Burns. You are? I am Tammy Burns. Here are the rock and roll dates, October 25 all the way through October 31st, which is halloween You got Monday, Tammy. Go. October 25th, 2011, Steven Tyler falls in a shower in a Paraguay hotel. A local dentist fixes him up, and you know what? He performed the next night. Hey, the show must go on. October 26, 1993, Michael Jackson is awarded a patent for the shoes he invented to do that absurd forward lean in the video for Smooth Criminal. October 27, 1982, no, Prince's 1999 album was not released in 1999. It was released today in 1982. October 28, 2007, Porter Wagner dies of lung cancer at age 80. He, by the way, was who Dolly Parton will always love in her massive hit. October 29, 1983, the song Islands in the Stream by Dolly and Kenny Rogers goes to number one. It was written by Barry Gibb specifically for Marvin Gaye. But you know what? He didn't want it. Marvin did not want that. Went past it. Marvin was well into drugs at that point in time. October 30th, 1984, Thriller is given a brand new designation two years after its release. It is the first double diamond album selling 20 million copies. And then Halloween Day 2007, Forbes magazine, as it always does, publishes its most successful dead celebrities issue. But back in 2007, that was the very first one they did. Elvis. Hey, Elvis. The way. Lead him, Elvis. Okay, here we go. Ghosts and spirits. Mm, I love it. Now, look, I could argue that the idea of spirits in media go all the way back to 1943. Uh, pardon me, 1843. Charles Dickens, A Christmas Carol. And then before that, you have oral traditions, folklore, that kind of stuff. 
Um, you've got Patrick Swayze and Ghost, Poltergeist, The Shining, The Haunting, Paranormal Activity, Freddy Krueger. I will get them in their dreams. This, this idea of ghosts and spirits may be the most ripe area for horror films. Uh, so, probably the oldest also, don't you it's, think? It's entirely possible because it's that question of what happens after we die. Your mother, your grandmother, your sister, your brother, your aunt, your uncle, they die. Well, go to the fortune teller. They'll tell you. Are they gone? No. Or are they now this vapor that is a spirit yeah. and such? And you think to yourself, well, if my, my cousin, my uncle, my brother, my what have you die, they're going to be a good person. But bad people die, too. Ooh. And bad people do bad things when they die. So ghosts and spirits. Tammy Burns. What is the song? What is the most obvious tune? Okay, Ghostbusters. When you hear Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Has who, to be. Who are you going to call? Da, da, da. Da, 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 da. There you go on Rock School. To the second break, we were talking about ghosts and spirits, and now most people would have said Ghostbusters by Ray Park Jr., as you did. Okay, what would we have accepted for partial credit? Uh, David Allen Coe or Tim McGraw with The Ride, Eagles Hotel California, The Specials Ghost Town, Outlaws. I'm surprised you didn't say this one. Ghost Riders in, Ghost Riders in the Sky. You love that song. I do, but I did not think of it. Ghosts of Cape Horn by Gordon Lightfoot. There's a Ghost in My House, Ardeen Taylor. Ghost Rider by Suicide. And, of course, Black Sabbath by Black Sabbath. Now... We talked about candy in the first break. Let's talk about costumes here in the second break. According to those who track this kind of thing, and you think to yourself, well, that's dumb. Why do they do that? Well, look, every Halloween is a multi-billion dollar business, and it isn't all just sexy, comma, put something in. You know, sexy nurse, sexy doctor, sexy professor, sexy cancer patient, that kind of, it's not all that. If you are going to follow the trends, and that's what happens a lot with uh, Halloween costumes, here's what the people who know suggest will be the most successful Halloween costumes from 2021. Oh, I got my fingers crossed. Cruella. The, with the white and the black hair. 
Okay. Okay. Yes. Uh, Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish completely changed her look. She stopped wearing the giant oversized clothes that looks like she sort of dressed herself out of the lost and found at the local gym. And she decided to put on sexy stuff. So if you have a bustier and, uh, you know, something long and flowing, you can look like Billie Eilish. All right. Uh, Anything from January 9th. That's when the idiots took over the Capitol building. Okay. So you got the guy that's wearing the bear helmet, and he's got a giant Q on his chest, uh, and the guy that's waving when he's walking away <laughs> with the speaker, the podium and such. There's a lot of stuff from that, and I get it we're laughing at it, but a woman lost her life. I'm sorry. Anything with covid Anything with COVID. Like a molecule, a Any, virus. Right, with the thing sticking big off. Big syringe. Of it. A big syringe for the vaccine, right? Coming after you. You got it. Anthony Fauci and what they, oh. sh- what they showed. Anthony Fauci is not a tall man. Don't get me wrong, he's an intelligent man, but he doesn't exactly skyscrape. So what they showed was a guy dressed up in a white doctor's outfit and he had gray hair and he had his shoes attached to his knees so he could get down on his knees. Oh, that's wonderful. That was Anthony Fauci. Biden is another one. And what they showed, look, don't get upset at me. I, you know this show. I don't do politics very often. But the thing about Biden is you have to go around at your Halloween party and keep falling asleep. In different parts of the thing. Uh, Haitians at the border. This this one is really not safe for work. Not safe for work. But rather than get in trouble, I'll just tell you, the Haitians at the border, there were a lot of uncomfortable things to look at that people were thinking about for the Haitians at the border. So that's the stuff that's going to... And of course, everything continues. All the Marvel comics... All the superheroes, Venom apparently comes out. Our son's birthday is uh, in a couple days, and all he wants to do is go see the movie Venom. Hey, you know what? dress up like Venom, yeah. You remember the movie we watched about the... Uh, about the restaurant that had the the characters that came to life. The the most Nicholas Nicholas Cage movie done I, by re- Nicholas yes, Cage. Who's th- Nicholas Cage? Shut, stop! I thought all of those characters would be big this year. Yeah, but that's a lot of money. Why to create those characters? You should just go as Nicholas Cage. Also, well, yeah, that that's yeah. true. Uh huh. Go as Nick. Paint your hair black, you know, and walk around going. And you are Nicholas Cage. There you go. Who's listening to us on the Rock School Radio Show? W-A-B-L, Amy, Louisiana. I love Nicholas Cage. There, I said it. I stand by it. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Coming out of the break, we are running out of time, so I'll give you one you'll get right out of the gate. Godzilla. Now, look, everyone knows the song we're going to play, but it started with Japanese film director Hondo Ishiro, Toho Motion Picture Company. The monster was created through atomic testing. That's what a lot of people forget. This was an anti-nuclear movie. What happened was these little things that have existed on the bottom of the ocean from prehistoric times, when we blew up these bombs, it brought them to life 
life and change their DNA and blah, blah, blah. It is the longest running set of sequels in a movie. If you ask people, they'll normally go, oh, it's James Bond. Oh, absolutely not. It is Godzilla. And you've got Cloverfield, Pacific Rim, King Kong, Mothra, Gingham, all of them. But Tammy Burns, when I say Godzilla, what is the song you think of? Blue, Blue Oyster Cult. And it's named? Uh, Go Go Godzilla? Gojira. That's actually how you say it. It's not Godzilla. It's Gojira. That's how you say it in Japanese. Here on Rock School. Coming into the last break, we have to do this fairly quick. Now, you said Godzilla by Blue Oyster Cult. That was the correct answer. We would have also accepted for partial credit the creatures, Godzilla, the Flaming Lips, Godzilla Flick, Pharaoh Monk, Simon Says, which uses a series of samples from the movie, Sepulture, Biotech is Godzilla, partial, partial credit for Women from Tokyo, Deep Purple, Fire on High by ELO and the vapors turning Japanese. I think I'm turning oh, Japanese. Oh, why really didn't I say so. that? I don't know. Now, I have a couple left that I didn't get to. Zombies. What would you have chosen? It literally zombies became huge in 1968 with George Romero's Night of the Living Dead. And by the way, Night of the Living Dead, that's the way zombies should be. Nice and slow, stupid and easily defeated right? because it makes them more frightening. The moment zombies could run the 100-yard dash in 12 seconds, they lost their fear, to me at least. The, the reason zombies were frightening with George Romero's original was because they were slow. Go ahead, shoot it. Shoot it to death. Shoot 100. Shoot a thousand shoot 10,000 there's 30 million coming oh. sooner or later they will overrun you and you will die oh. so what song do you think of when you think of zombies oh now I'm just sad I know it's great uh, I can't think of one help me help me how about zombie by the cranberries okay zombie all right the devil Oh, the devil. The devil. Now, look, it's it's Diablo. biblical. So it's been around forever. Let me just give you some of the movies you might want to try. The Reckoning, The Devil's Advocate. No, don't try that. It's really bad. The Duke. That's a good one. Oh, my gosh. That's just so scary. Krampus, Ghost Rider, Bedazzled. That's kind of fun. Jeepers Creepers, Little Nicky. That's terrible. The Devil and Miss Jones. That's a porn film. Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, Hellboy, Passion of the Christ, Rosemary's Baby, blah, 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 blah. And, of course, Tenacious uh, D and the Pick of Destiny. Crossroads, also not the Britney Spears uh, version. So when you think of the devil, what song do you think of, I, Tammy Burns? I can't think of any right now. You can't think of one song with the devil? But no, because I'm thinking about Rosemary's Baby <sighs> and how scary I am. How 
how scared I am right now. She's accepting it. She's accepting it. If you've seen Rosemary's Baby, you know what I'm talking about. Well, the obvious one is Running with the Devil by Van Halen. Yeah, it is. Play it. No, no, no. Devil Inside, In Excess, Devil in Disguise, Elvis, Friend of the Devil, Grateful Dead, Devil's Haircut, Beck, Me and the Devil Blues, Robert Johnson, Race with the Devil, Gene Vincent, Race with the Devil on a Spanish Highway, Al Dimiola, Number of the Beast, Iron Maiden, Devil's Gonna Get You, Spessie Smith, Christmas with the Devil, Spinal Tap, and of course, Devil. Devil with the blue dress, blue dress, blue dress. You have to play running with the devil. Hey, have mercy. No, I've played Van Halen in the last two shows. We got to stop. Stop it. We got to stop. And the one we are going to finish on. Aliens. H.G. Wells' World uh, War of the Worlds. That's it. It all came into being thanks to the 1938 Orson Welles radio broadcast. Since then, Independence Day, Aliens, Prometheus, E.T., Super 8, Galaxy Quest, The Day the Earth Stood Still, Men in Black, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Now, what song, and this is the one we'll end on, Tammy Burns, what song do you think of when you think of Aliens? Give me a clue. Besides Aliens. Sticks. Oh, really? I'll give you some more. Uh, Invader by Judas Priest, Space Invader, Ace Freely, Pets, Porno for Pyros, Out of Space, Van Halen, Ella Fitzgerald, Two Little Men in a Flying Saucer, Radiohead, Subterranean, Homesick Alien, Blondie's Rapture, Blink-182, Aliens Exist, He Was a One-Eyed, One-Horned, Flying Purple People Leader, that's Shep Woolley. Any more? No. Can you think it? You can't think of it? No. How about David Bowie's Starman or A Space Oddity? My gosh. No? No. We climbed, this is one by Sticks. We climbed aboard their starships and headed for the skies. Was that Dennis They DeYoung? said, they said, they said, come sail away, come sail away. Come. Are you serious? You don't know what I'm talking I about? I do. I do know the song. Oh, I man. do know. That's but the I, one. I never thought about aliens with that song. Well, that's what it is. Well, I didn't know that, so thank you. Happy Halloweeny, everybody. If there's any Halloween candy left, come by the house. We'll throw one at you because of COVID. Hey, six feet, man. Six feet. That'll do it. Class is dismissed. I'm sailing away Set an open course for the virgin sea Cause I